0: Welcome to another episode of Mental Health Mondays. It is week of January 16th. Congratulations. Another week. We made it. It's no small feat. I say it every week, but it's true. Every week seems to be harder than the last. Um, seriously, congratulations on making it through whatever you made it through this week. We all have our own challenges ahead of us. Uh, I often get joked around about that I have <clears throat> main character syndrome, which is definitely true. Um, But I also feel like it's not necessarily a bad thing. I think we all have a little bit of main character syndrome, and as long as it doesn't manifest itself in thinking our story matters more than someone else's, it's okay to realize that you are the own, your own main character of your own movie that is your life. And the decisions you make and the moves you make completely dictate how your movie is going to go. And... The ending of 99% of movies stinks, but the journey is pretty good, so it's really up to you to make your movie what you want it to be. But we're all kind of our own main character, all going through our own things, so congratulations on making it another week. Um, I watched the Miss Universe pageant last night. Obviously not my own doing. My girlfriend wanted to watch. Have to say yes. What are you going to do? She watches sports with me. It's an even trade-off. Um. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, obviously not my thing. Not something I'm super interested in, but it's it was you know. at the end of the day, all these people are living out their most ultimate dream and that's always entertaining. That's always like a cool thing to see whether you understand it fully or not. But I guess um I didn't know that one of the former contestants, she was Miss America, had taken her own life this past year. And so they had this like tribute to her and they opened some foundation in her name, which is great. And it just, again, I talked about Twitch a couple weeks ago, but you see the videos of her on this tribute and it's like, what you know, from an, it even me, who's someone who's in touch with mental health, who struggles with mental health, who knows that it's not one size fits all, who knows that like. You know, you don't know. So I don't know this person at all. How would I know what they're really going through? But just surface level, it's crazy. It's it's always crazy to see like this person, as I said, is living out their ultimate dream. Is like an ambassador for good causes, has a good heart, at least on the surface. And still, she came to the ultimate decision that taking her life was what she wanted to do. And it's just so sad. It's so sad every time. I had to kind of hide it. I was actually tearing up a little bit. Jay's going to make fun of me for that now that I that I hid it from her. But it's just sad. It just It's impossible for me not to be sad when I see something like that because I know that I've been in a place before where I thought that that was the option, and so many other people go through that daily, weekly, monthly where that rotates into their mind that they think that suicide is the answer, and it never is. And we lose some really amazing people, some some people who are really troubled um, in their own ways and uh, just a tragedy every time they have so much more to give the world. And it's a shame that their movie ended that way. And I suppose that um, the only thing we can do as people who are still here is use their story as a lesson and as a beacon of change so that it happens less and less frequent unfortunately it's always going to be an issue that we deal with as human beings in this new crazy modern world um i don't know that it'll ever we'll ever be able to completely eradicate it but you know the less is better and i think each and each year we need to i don't know i i i would imagine that the statistics have gotten only higher which is very sad Let's see. Are suicide rates rising? I don't know. It just seemed for immediate release, September 30th, 2022, provisional data from CDC's National Center for Health Statistics indicate that both the number and the rate of suicides in the United States increased 4% from 2020 to 2021 after two consecutive years of decline in 2019 and 2020. Okay, so we were heading down not not very surprisingly the pandemic kind of affected that makes sense but i mean one is too many so we have to do something i don't you know there needs to be a complete overhaul of how we look at mental health in this country for sure and um i don't know the answer that's the thing i i was i sat down with uh my homie Joel this week to shoot a video just like him interviewing me a bit in the studio and you know, talking about how the connection between my music and mental health and why I care and all that stuff, kind of my background in it. And something I wanted to get across that I don't know that I did was that I'm not trying to act like I know anything. I'm just trying to be a voice of someone who deals with mental health issues, who sees that there's a problem in how we view them, and trying to show people that there's no fear in being transparent about things, that there's no reason to be afraid, uh, to be open and honest. Because any reason that we do have fear, any reason that we do have hesitation in being honest about our mental health issues is purely superficial. It's like, oh, I don't want to be judged. That doesn't fucking matter. And, um, But that's what I'm trying to accomplish, but my point being that I'm not trying to act like I have anything figured out this week. I didn't use half of the things that I talk about on here. And that's not because I don't believe in them. That's because I'm a person and I have flaws and I make mistakes too. But that's my point is that I'm trying to be like an example almost of like, Hey, this is a normal human experience one way or another. We all have, it's all, it's different for everyone, but like all in all, we are going to make mistakes. We're going to fall on our face. We're going to win sometimes. We're going to lose more, more times than not. But the whole point is to get up and continue to go. And I'm just trying to share things that work for me and things that don't work for me. And things, you know, I don't know. It just because I've seen some things lately that it's like not necessarily in the mental health space, but in like life coaching people who are telling you how to be a millionaire and they're not a millionaire themselves. So it's like this weird thing. It's like, I'm kind of doing the same thing and being like, Hey, you can change your mental health symptoms. You can get better. You can recover. You can be a stronger person and it can affect you less while it's still affecting me. But my whole point is that I'm, I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm not trying to act like I'm perfect or that I know anything really. Cause I don't, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a therapist, although that is what I was going to school for. I do have a passion for that kind of thing. I always feel like I'm pretty good at talking to people about their own shit and stuff, but shit and stuff. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's something that I dealt with this past week of just like almost being self-conscious about like, is it weird that I'm doing this? Is it like almost inappropriate? But I don't think so because, again, I'm not trying to act like, hey, follow me and everything will be good. I'm just being a person. And I know that, at least for me, it interests me to hear other people's interesting perspectives, unique perspectives on things that they care about. And this happens to be something that I care about because I know how lonely of a feeling it can be to be really going through it. And no one should have to feel alone on this like incredible journey. Frodo had the fellowship to destroy the ring you know what i'm saying he didn't go there alone he had sam wise with him at all times i'm trying to be your sam wise every week i just make a nerdier nerdier reference have kids even seen lord of the rings now is that a thing i know growing up was kind of like i was like almost the perfect age probably a little too young for the first one but like i saw it the second it came out but i don't know if kids really are into that i guess now with the new show and like the hobbit movies probably but I don't know that it's at the level of Star Wars where it's like parents are like, when you are old enough to understand this, you have to watch it because it's just a part of our culture. I'm not sure. Love Lord of the Rings. Sip of coffee. I'm realizing more and more that my breath gets picked up by this microphone and that's probably a bit obnoxious, but what are you going to do? I also just woke up. Uh, The morning is a fun time. It can be a fun time. I feel like just like when you're about to fall asleep, your mind starts to trickle and wander a bit. In the morning, it's like the same thing, but the opposite because you're waking up, you're starting your day, you're not ending it. So it's like a continuation of like thoughts that you had while you were sleeping or while you were falling asleep. And now you can kind of start to unpack them, but they're still unique and weird and like all over the place. So I figured what better time to shoot the podcast this morning than the second. Of, I think this is like the first time I've spoken today. Maybe that's why I sound like a bumbling idiot. But um, I suggest, I recommend if you're, especially if you're a creative person. I mean, I, I work out every morning or I've been, oh my God, that was a, such stolen valor. I've been working out every morning. It's not like I've been doing it for 10 years, clearly. um. And I enjoy working out in the morning. I think that has some great benefits to it as well, especially mental health-wise. It's like getting the hardest thing probably that you'll have to do that day out of the way in the morning is a very... It it lifts your spirits a bit. Um, But no, if, if I could get in the studio first thing in the morning every day, I would. There's less judgment. It's like on your... I don't know. I feel like there's less judgment on yourself for like getting out whatever ideas you have and just I think that your brain kind of you can your brain can kind of let you go to a place that you might not midday after you've already seen like been stimulated by the outside world so much like the only thing that you've been stimulated by when you first wake up is your dreams and now you're up and it's like Jesus Christ I'm awake I just feel I feel a bit more creative almost in the morning I used to be a nighttime guy, get in the studio at night. I don't, it's not my favorite. Now I may still do every night because that's really the only time I have. But I, I think I prefer the morning, the sun rising, just like it feels like there's, it's this whole motion of like the earth is, is building or at least where you are on the earth is getting ready. Everyone's waking up. There's almost a certain energy to the morning time that I have grown to absolutely love. Whereas as a young buck, I hated it. I hated the mornings. I slept to one all the time. But that was also when I was in the throes of depression. Now looking back and it kind of makes sense. (sighs) Why is my breath so loud? I don't get it. Technical stuff. I'm a musician. I, I run my own studio. Well, you know, like for me. And my music sounds really good. But I'm just not a technical guy. Like I have so much equipment and gear and stuff. And like it's fun to have. And I use it and I need it, but I don't fucking understand how any of it works. I guess that's kind of exactly what I'm doing. See, that makes sense. I'm a musician. I don't know how any of this shit works, but I make it happen. I am a crazy person talking to other people about their own mental health. I don't know how any of it works, but I'm trying to make it happen. There you go. Because like I said, I'm not trying to act like I have it all figured out. I'm just trying to be a voice of reason, voice of hope a voice of someone who has been there, done that, seen a lot of shit in his life. And certainly other people, there are plenty of people who have seen more or worse things. But I feel like I've seen enough to be able to empathize with people and know what it's like to go through really, really, really hard times. And I know that, though I still deal with mental health struggles every single day, that I am in a better place and feel that I can... Lend a hand, at least a little, or at least just share my perspective and hope that it helps someone out there. You know, so, but yeah, this is, uh, it's been an interesting week. I feel like, one second, I got to itch my ear. I'm so unprofessional, dude. Whatever. What are you going to do? I guess I don't even need headphones on. I'm going to wear them on the top of my head and look like an idiot the rest of the episode. Yeah, I guess um, this week has been interesting, as I said, because it was real up and down with my mental health, and again, it's this lack of patience thing, and it's interesting because I used to never, ever, ever have a problem with patience. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. I tend to think that that's one of my my actual, one of my strong suits maybe mostly in like arbitrary situations i mean i hate lines i hate waiting online like at the at at the amusement park sometimes i don't know why i like i go all the time but like say you're at my I'm, i'm at universal studios or something been there a few times and it's like an hour and a half wait for a ride that lasts 15 seconds i'm good i feel like i i'm good i don't it's not worth my time that's different though generally speaking like dealing with other people in public or the fact that like our traffic is one thing that everyone hates I mean I hate traffic but really I in the grand scheme of things I really don't give a fuck and but this week or, I don't or like doing things around the house patient like I I tend to have patience with things but this week and what I've found since as I said being off medication and stuff, is that that's the thing i struggle with the most is like or i you know what i think i think it is is i let things slide or i'm pa- i'm very patient i'm very patient and then rather than like remaining patient i like snap because i've been patient i've been patient i've been patient and then boom something happens and i'm like i can't fucking do it anymore and i don't know why that's the thing now for me is it's not like a i'm not like a i don't want to say crazy person because it's is mental health podcast and i'm not saying anyone's crazy if you do what i'm about to say but just from my personal perspective of like i'm not like going wild and flipping tables and like punching holes in the wall and shit but i'm like like I just get angry when i've run out of patience i'm just annoyed and it's like a it's like a four second burst of like a yell or just i mean yeah pretty much that just a a strong yell and i'm i can't fucking help myself and i don't i that's i guess i'm just again being transparent of like that's something i've been struggling with and i need to get back to That's all it takes, dude. A couple of those and you're good. And I know that. And I know it helps me immensely. Specifically, it helps me immensely. And yet still, it's difficult for me to like accept. It's funny. There have been times where I'm definitely having like a panic attack or an anxiety attack or just I'm not doing good. And I'll be with my girlfriend. And she, I kind of brought... I mean, she. I don't want to say like I did... I told her about this, but kind of I kind of showed her the breathing thing to help her at times and then there will be times where I clearly need to breathe and need to like just pause for a second and she'll be like come on breathe with me just like I say to her and I like can't I'm like no I'm like a little kid I'm like no I don't want to and it's so stupid I know it'll I literally know it will help me it helps me every time but I just don't want to accept her help Uh, it's weird I think that that brings me to a decent point that I can talk about is that when you're struggling with something, you have to be open to getting, you have to be open to receiving help from people. You have to completely destroy your own ego. You need to completely get rid of it. Throw it to the side. I think that we are our own worst enemy in times of need because maybe because we've been preached to so long of like mental toughness and like just being a tough guy, specifically for men being a tough guy Um, and like not letting things affect us, not letting things get us down. So to us receiving help is like admitting that we can't do it on our own. And that destroys our ego that, that take that, you know, our ego takes a hit when that's realized but dude you gotta you gotta be open to receiving it because sometimes and sometimes i mean sometimes you feel like you're alone in the world and no one's helping no one's noticing the signs whatever that's one thing but there are times where people absolutely know that you're not yourself that you're acting different that something's not quite right they can tell they can sense it in you and they'll approach you they'll pull you aside and be like hey I'd like to help you in whatever way, even if it's not the best way. They're trying to help and we can't accept it because it's like, no, I'm fine. No, I don't want help. And that's on you, dude. Not, not to blame anyone for their problems or whatever you're dealing with. It's just a problem and you can get through it. But there are times where we absolutely just push away people who are trying to help us. And I think it's all an ego thing. It's all an ego thing. The ego is important for survival in some ways. It's important for pride. You need some pride. You can't uh, I'm not trying to act like there's no reason to be proud. There's no reason to like walk with your chest out a little bit sometimes, but as far as like there are there are times when the ego gets in the way completely, especially with mental health in men where we feel like we are showing weakness in times where people are trying to help and we don't want any part of it. It's ridiculous. Um, And just in that small way where sometimes when I'm, like, not in my right mind and it's a simple thing, like, hey, man, just breathe. Well, she doesn't say, hey, man, but when my girlfriend is like, hey, take some deep breaths with me, hold my hand, just slow it down. And even as someone who speaks about mental health all the time now, and has a pretty firm grasp on like what works for me and what doesn't. Even I struggle with it sometimes. Where I'm like, no, I don't want your help. Why? Yes, I do. I absolutely want your help. I absolutely don't want to feel this shitty anymore. But it's just so difficult sometimes for us to let go of our ego. And even, again, typically I don't give a fuck about my ego. I don't care about making a fool out of myself. I don't care about getting my feelings hurt. I don't care about putting myself out there and getting denied. I never really have. Um, But in those moments, there are times where it's just that stubborn male ego comes out and we reject the help that is being given to us by someone who cares about you. And especially nowadays, like men, you have to realize that most people understand that we can't do it all. You're not a superhero. You're not perfect. Y- you do get affected by things. You do get emotional. It might not be in the same way as a female, but you do get emotional and you do need help. But you have to be open to receiving the help before it can actually do any good. And so I'm trying my best to open up a bit and just kind of, again, like let let the help in. I guess that's the best way I get it. Even if you're going to therapy, or the best example that people typically use is addiction, with addiction, that you can do everything you can for this person who's struggling with addiction. Say all the right things, do all the right things, but if they're not, if they don't want to change, they're not going to. If they don't want to get sober, they're not going to. And even if they want to, if they're not really willing to do what it takes, then they're not going to. It doesn't matter what you do. It's the same thing with almost anything. You can try to help someone as much as possible. You can do all the right things, you can say all the right things. But if they're not open to receiving the help, it's not going to go anywhere. I think that doesn't mean we give up and say that person, listen, they don't want they don't want my help. Fine, fuck 'em. That's not what I'm saying. I think we need to kind of adjust our perspective on that and ra- like we can't make them want to change, but maybe we can adjust the, the way in which we're delivering the help and so that they can see that it's safe. They can see that they can let their guard down and not feel afraid of receiving help or not let their ego get in the way of receiving the help. But they do need to want the help. They do need to want to open up, embrace it. They do need to want to change uh, in order to for your help to be worth anything that's a really difficult thing. That's a really tough thing to balance. Um, because sometimes people want to change and they just can't. It's just not time. They're just not ready. But with mental health, it's like time is of the essence, man. There's no, you know, I you. it's a scary thing. It's a slippery slope, especially when you think about the concept of suicide. Um, sometimes you're not ready to receive the help, but like, I don't know. There's, There's got to be, there's got to be, I don't have the answer for this one. There's got to be a better way. There's got to be some way of not forcing the help, but like, I guess it's all in communication, honestly. Uh, you can't make someone want to help, but maybe you can make someone really understand like, hey, you do need help. You do need this help. And I'm trying my best to give it to you, but you're not open to receiving it. And there's only so much I can do, and I need you to try your absolute hardest to let go of everything and just get the help that you need. That's a really tough one. I've dealt with addiction in my family, and my mom doesn't care. I'm going to out my mom because I know she would be okay with this. Um, my mom was an alcoholic for a year. I mean, she, she'll, she'll always say she's still an alcoholic. She's just been sober for over 10 years now which is fucking crazy to say out loud. Every time I say that out loud, it blows my mind because there was a time where I thought zero percent chance she'll ever get sober. She's going to drink herself to death. That's really how I felt. And she, um, it's not that, I mean, she was, she had periods of sobriety multiple times before this most recent 10 and a half years or whatever. Um, It's not that she didn't it just wasn't time. I don't. I really don't know how to explain it. Like, it's not that she didn't want to get sober. It's not that she didn't have people around her every day trying to be like, "What you know? How can we make this happen? How can we get you to stop drinking?" It just didn't happen. Maybe as early as I wanted it to, or or even as early as she wanted it to. And I'd be interested to know why she thinks that is. Often in AA or any sort of rehabilitation program they talk about rock bottom it's hard to say what rock bottom is the one because for multiple addicts for any for effort not just addicts like any sort of behavior that's really negative to your life that you're trying to change we all have hit multiple rock bottoms so how what's who's to say which rock bottom is like the the bottomest of the bottom um i don't know exactly I mean, I know why. I mean, she, we, it was kind of, it all, I it, now looking back on it, it does make sense that that was the one, because there were plenty of other moments where it's like, hello, dude, stop fucking drinking, but that was the one where I think there was really no other option. It was that, or like, lose everything, kind of, and so, I don't know, um, My point being that she now has a super strong sobriety. She's a totally different person. In that way, she's a totally different person. She was always an amazing person, regardless of our struggles at that time. It never affected her quality, like the quality of her character. She was always a great person. She just really had uh, struggled with this demon. Um, But now, as far as the sobriety goes, completely different person. And I just wonder, it's not that she didn't want to change. I wonder mentally if she can kind of grasp what was different that time around you know what i mean like what around her what what circ- like what were the circumstances like i said the bottom how was the 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 bottom different um how was what changed what really finally infiltrate infiltrated her mind for her to be like i can't do this anymore i cannot go back Um, go back out. That's what they call it in AA. I've been to AA many, many times. Um, I, I, I I don't know. I I mean, I guess I'd have to literally have her on here to talk about that. And I should, and this is me realizing that while speaking about this. Um, because her story is incredible. It's really incredible. And I don't want to say more because I'll have her on one day about her story. But, um, yeah, dude, I just wonder, it's it's the same thing with mental health issues. It's the same thing with, again, any negative, any behavior that we have, any bad habit, anything that we do habitually or over and over again to ourselves that is negatively affecting our lives, there's always going to be, a, a, so to speak, a bottom that we need to hit before we fucking learn our lesson, which is crazy because there's so many things along the way that you know... This is bad. You know this is not heading in the right direction, but it's impossible. And there's obviously the physical part of it where chemically you feel that you need this product or need to gamble or need to you know all kinds of things. I don't need to get into all of them, but I just wonder what makes it different. When someone actually when it finally clicks and someone's head and some people never some people try for years to be sober, to get sober. And it just doesn't work. It just doesn't compute in their head the things that it just doesn't line up. And I wonder why. Um, I think the only thing you can do as someone's family or as just try, like I said, everyone knows at this point, it's kind of old hat that no, you know, people aren't going to change until they want to change. But the excuse me, that was gross. This is a, such an unprofessional... But <laughs> whatever, who cares? Uh, people aren't going to change until they're ready and want to and are open and willing. But that doesn't mean you don't try. <clears throat> that doesn't mean you don't do everything you can to help them get to that place where they are ready and open to change. Um, and that's what me and my... That's what our family did. Uh, you know, there's definitely some... Um, cutting the person off like it's tough I don't know It's that's another thing Um, on the flip side of it the family aspect or the friend aspect of when someone's going through addiction there's like I feel like I've been in this situation multiple times whether it be with family or friends where it's like alright we're gonna try to be super super sweet to you and love the fuck out of you and make you realize hey look at all these people around you that care about you like just trust us get some help get help let us help you everything is going to be fine and then there's the tough love part portion of it where it's like fuck you look what you did to us look what you're doing to yourself we can't be around this anymore i don't know i think it's just different for every person because i've seen both work um again that goes to show that it's on it's the other person's journey like i said in the beginning they're their own main character and we're all side characters in their life coming to them like, Hey, pay attention to us. And they're like, No, I'm on my own journey, whether they realize it or not. But I've seen both work and I think it's just only natural I mean, that's the tough part. We're not all counselors. We're not we, we're not all therapists. We're not all people who are even good at communicating. Um so it's like how are you supposed to be the one to like get it through someone's thick skull hey you need change it's very difficult but i think we as people like we just experiment with what's gonna work good cop bad cop that whole thing like i've been in situations with people who are suffering from addiction where you literally try every possible thing in like Just in hopes that something will work you're just throwing shit at the wall and hoping something sticks and it's worked and it hasn't worked and there have been times where there have been people who we kind of kept around I I don't know I I don't want to speak out of school because a couple of the homies listen to this so I don't want to say anything that they wouldn't want me to say but um, I wonder if they'd be open to speak about it because it's an interesting it's a very modern problem it's an ancient thing. It's been addiction has been around forever. But specifically like opioids and things like that, that's a very modern thing that a lot of people are going through, that a lot of people are looking for an answer to. And I wonder if any of them will be. Again, this is just, this is, this podcast has turned into a pre-show meeting for, a prof- if this was a professional podcast, this is the type of shit we'd be talking about. Like, I wonder if we could get this person on. I'm just talking to you, telling you, like, you give a fuck. You just want to hear me fucking say something, I guess. Actually, I don't really know what you want. Maybe this is exactly what you want, to see this person slowly lose their mind while they talk to themselves. Well, you're in luck. Yeah. Music's been going okay. I'm still struggling to finish stuff, but that's okay. I I think my problem right now With the music thing With the music thing With my life With music is that I don't I'll start to make something And it doesn't turn out how I Think it might in my head And I'm like okay well I have to start Something else completely different Because like I know there's something like, Like I'll just know That this one is worthy of being a song Once I start to create it And It's been a struggle I don't really have much more on that It's just been a struggle But at the same time It's like I'm making a bunch of good shit I just have to actually finish it But it's been a struggle I made something great last night though Or like is Again It's gonna be great It's nowhere near done And I'm fucking I gotta Okay Perfect segue Cause I was just gonna say it out loud I'm not At all I'm not at all recommending That this is the way Um, but it's something that's been working for me and maybe, just maybe, it could help you out too. I don't know for sure. And this is not on some David Goggin shit. Well, I guess it is. I didn't, I, I've heard of him. I know of him and like, I know he's a psycho, but like it works for him and you know, it works for a lot of people. But I didn't, you know, him aside, because I didn't really ever watch any of his videos or or read his books or Anything like that, I just know of him. I know what he does. So I like to claim that I came to this realization on my own. But what's really been helping me in the morning when I need to wake up and go to the gym because I want to be healthy. I want to lose weight. I want to live a long, happy life. And I know that that's a huge part of it. But with that said, waking up at 6 o'clock in the morning, working out, Working all day, getting home, having time to eat, spend time with my girlfriend and real quality time, invest time into my relationship, get in the studio for as long as possible, go to bed. The, the time is very, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult to get enough sleep. It's all And it's all important. All of those things are important. I don't know if they're equally important, but they're all important. And so it's a, it's difficult. It's not easy to get all these things done. So I have to go to the gym in the morning if I want to be someone who works out. And I do. I, I, I enjoy working out. I enjoy going to the gym. It, I know it helps me in a million different ways. But it's fucking hard to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning every day and go straight to the gym, not like Lolly gag around the house. What's been helping me, and I don't know if it'll help you, but it's just my own experience, is for a second in the morning every morning i'll think like i could just lay here it doesn't matter i could just lay here and get another hour of sleep even though it won't even be good quality sleep because i'll you know when you fall back asleep for a short period of time it's just you never fall deep and get good rest out of it but what helps me is i in that split second where i am so close to falling back asleep i tell myself or, or i ask myself are you a bitch?" Honestly, are you worthless? Are you a bitch? You can't even get the fuck up in the morning? It's that hard? There are people in cobalt mines with their fingers bleeding and their entire family getting poisoned by the fumes of it right now so that you can have a phone that can tell you to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning. This is fucking crazy. You're better than this. You're doing a disservice to yourself and ever accepting less than being productive and going out and getting what you want. Get the fuck up. You're not a bitch. And that's what's been helping me. I know it sounds a little much. I don't know. Again, I know this is a mental health podcast. I know that you shouldn't speak to yourself negatively. So I'm. But I mean it all in a positive way. And I don't think anyone is a bit like you don't have, like I don't think anyone, I think everyone has it in them to not be a bitch about things that are difficult and to push themselves. But that's been what's helping me is like, yo, you are not a fucking bitch, dude. You're fine. Get up. Another thing that's been helping me is think of my mom worked 12-hour shifts, 10 to 12-hour shifts, four nights a week for the last 30 years of her life. She's almost 60 years old. She did that to put food on the table for four kids with no husband and give us the life that we had, which was an amazing life. And she, I, she's never taken a day off. What the fuck am I complaining about? And so that's what's been helping me get up in the morning and be like, nah, I got to get to the gym. And that's the thing. It's for something so small and trivial. I I need to work out. It's good for me. It's good for my mental health. It's good for my overall health, obviously. But it's a very small thing. It's a very trivial thing. I'm not going to get the cure of cancer at 6 o'clock in the morning on Figueroa. I, I'm, I need to wake the fuck up. And that's what's been motivating me. It's just like, dude, you're not a bitch. Or are you? <laughs> it's more of the question, like, are you a bitch, dude? It's my, again, the ego is a fragile thing. It's no good. But sometimes that that's, you can kind of trick your own ego into being like, huh. I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm nuts. Maybe this is a split personality thing. But there's a little voice in my head that is poking at my ego being like, you think you're hot shit? You have main character syndrome, and this is what you are. You can't even get up at 6 o'clock in the morning to to go get a nice workout in. You are nothing. And again, negative self-talk, probably not, not a good thing overall, but I mean this in a very positive way. Because what it's really getting at is that, no, you are capable of anything you want, but you have to get up and go do it. You can't just lay here in bed, even though it's fucking comfortable and it's a little cold in your apartment and it feels good. And you got a person you love next to you, you can kind of just fall asleep on their shoulder and you're like, eh, it's okay. She loves me anyway. I don't need to lose weight. No, get the fuck up and get your shit going. That's what's been helping me. And it only took 40 minutes in the podcast to get to something worthwhile to talk about. Again, I like, I. Not to beat a dead horse. I'm not trying to like say to talk, like view yourself in such a negative light. But the motivation is that you don't want to be viewed in a negative light by yourself. You don't want to be a bitch. (laughs) It's as simple as that. I don't know how many more different ways I could put it. Don't be a bitch, dude. And that's been helping me. And I don't know if everyone's going to like that one. But what I mean, it's been helping me and i've been able to apply it to not just getting up in the morning and going to the gym it's been like you want this you want music to be your life you claim you're a musician you claim you're talented you think in a quiet moment to yourself that you're one of the greatest to have ever been blessed with a talent to play music you're not gonna get in the studio right now, are you? A bitch. It's the same shit. It's the same thing. So that's been helping me. I hope it helps you. If not, well, I can't get them all right. Um, it's been helping a lot though. You're not a bitch. I promise you're not. You got this shit. Get the fuck up and go get it. So that's what I'm telling myself, dude. And it's working. I've. I. It's working. I've. This. I'm two weeks in stayed consistent gone every day that I'm supposed to to the gym and as I've said a hundred times on this podcast I'm usually very all or nothing so I'm trying this is my new that that are you a bitch thing is my new tactic of you know trying to stay consistent because that's the thing I struggle with the most when it comes to health stuff so we'll see two weeks though that's not bad you got to start somewhere. It's cliche and stupid, but like today is the first day of the rest of your life. The, But honestly, it's like I'm a big wait until the weekend's over. I'll start Monday. Let's get through the holidays. I'm big on that stuff. And I'm trying not to be. Because in the, the timeline of your life, like those little beacon, those little like notches on the timeline don't really matter. You have a very, very finite amount of minutes, seconds, breaths. And you got to get your shit going now. Do it now. Drop the song as soon as you can. Obviously, line everything up, whatever. But put that shit out there. Put yourself out there. Be willing to take criticism. Be willing to get bashed and realize it doesn't really matter as long as you're getting better Every moment that you can, and you're continually pushing yourself forward and constantly working towards what you want in life, whether it be what you want for your family, what you want for yourself, what you want for your relationship. It doesn't matter. Just fucking do it now. Start now. Tomorrow is not promised to anybody. We realize that more and more every day. As we get older, I'm 28 years old. As you get older, you start to see fewer and fewer people your age around. I've lost so many people we went to high school with. Friends, people I barely knew. doesn't matter. Family members. It's really life is the Oregon Trail. And some of your friends are going to die of cholera or dysentery on the way to go get the gold. But... All you can do is keep fucking tracking, keep pushing forward. And there's no time like today to start doing what you need to do to put yourself in a better position to achieve the things you want. Don't be a bitch because that's only a disservice to yourself. At the end of the day, you got to serve yourself in some way. Um, and that's not to be selfish at someone else's expense, but you got to do what you got to do for yourself 1000%. Whether that be, I mean, you have to sign up for therapy today or you've been thinking about trying to get your mental health in check for a long time. Stop thinking about it. Just do it. Just do it. Just let go. Just let go of all your inhibition. Let go of all the things holding you back. Let go of all of them. Just do it. Just fucking start. You know what I've really dumped now to, that was a little serious, a little motivational, a really dumb thing I do as far as the like, ah, oh, wait till Monday. <laughs> and this is partially, it's not that dumb. It's not that dumb. Because you don't want to work out so hard that you injure yourself or pull a muscle. And that, as you get older, that's a fucking real thing. Because I do go pretty hard in the gym when I'm there and when I'm working out. But there will be times where I'm like, like, as far as a working out thing I'll be like, oh, I have to get in better shape before I do that. It's like, dude, what? You're at the gym to get in shape. You're, that is a that is another thing to get you in shape. But like, nah, I got to be in better shape to do that. That's another silly one. We give ourselves a lot of outs. We give ourselves a lot of like, you, you, we got to stop giving ourselves so many passes. At some point, you got to hold yourself accountable with whatever it might be whether it be you're a musician and you need to practice more or put out more music or you're a comedian and you need to be doing more open mics or you're a, a sh- you're a chef and you need to be cooking for more people and trying new things and going to the market and sniffing an arugula and being like, oh, I could use this. We got to stop giving ourselves so many passes of like, yeah, next week, Monday, after the holidays. Like, no, fucking start now. Go. No one is waiting on you. That's the thing that I've realized, like, when you're like, ah, I'll give it some more time and then I'll do it. No one else out there, no one gives a fuck about you. I'm sorry. I don't mean that in a bad way. And I know this is a mental health thing. I don't mean to say, like, you're alone. But what I mean is no one out there is, like, clamoring for you yet. You have to force it to them right now. You have to force it down their fucking throat. And... That's something that I I got to constantly remind myself of. And the only time to do it is now. You, we can't keep pushing it off. And that's purely an ego thing. I'm telling you, when you push it off, it's like, uh, you're scared to take that next step because your ego might get hit. Because someone might say it's not good enough yet. And you know what? It probably isn't good enough yet. But the only way to get it better is to fucking do it and put it out now. So with that said, I'm releasing a song next week. No, um, it's it's the only way. It's the only way. You got to stop putting giving yourself guardrails and being like, "Well, easy." No, life isn't easy. Things aren't easy. You have to just put yourself out there and in a in a very vulnerable position where you're gonna be picked on. You're gonna. It's okay though. Let go of your ego. None of those things matter as long as you're okay. As long as in here, you know you're doing what you want, you're doing what you're supposed to do, at least what you think you're supposed to do for now, and that could change, and that's okay too. As long as you're following your heart along the way, everything's going to be okay. Your ego doesn't fucking matter. Get that shit out of the way and stop saying like, oh, I'll start tomorrow. No, start as soon as you possibly can. No more passes. No more passes for ourselves this year. Or any. not just this year, like some... Corny New Year shit, but like just in general, I'm talking to myself. Coffee. That's been difficult. That's that can be difficult in a relationship too. Because sometimes I don't know. It's tough. Sometimes you're not at the same part of your journey and that's okay but like my girlfriend's been dealing with a lot of health stuff and it's fucking scary and it's real, you know? It's not I don't know. Not I don't know. It's real as fuck. It's <laughs> that's that stuff matters more than any of this shit, for sure. But it has been difficult for me to balance being there for her and being there for myself and I don't have that one figured out yet I don't know if there's a proper amount of time to put into each so that we all feel fulfilled and all that I don't I don't know it's difficult but I know it's possible and that's what I keep telling myself I'm not a bitch I can do it I can be there for her the way she needs me to be and I can be there for myself the way I need me to be and eventually those paths will meet perfectly um, because when you love someone and when you love something and you love them both as much as I love music and I love her, there's really only one answer and that's that you have to make sure that it works. And so there's going to be trial and error. There are going to be times where I'm not there for her the way she needs me. And, not, and I don't mean literally there for her like the present. What I've learned a lot is that Sometimes we have our own way of dealing with things and that is not the way that works for other people. And that's not like, oh, you got to sugarcoat it for someone else. No, it's just literally the way we frame it, the way we communicate, the way we listen, the way we receive what they have. Is not the way that we want them to do that for us. And that's okay because we're all different. We're all different, whether that be a friendship, romantic relationship, parent and, and kid, it you know, we're all different. We all have our own ways that we think work for us when it comes to that to that stuff. Um, and that's something I'm learning more and more is that to have a healthy relationship is to be there for the person in the way they need you to be there for them. Now, what's tricky is every once in a while you feel like maybe you knew you know better than they do what they need. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm still figuring that part out. But sometimes you might think like, oh, you know, need a little tough love right now. And if they're not open to receiving it, it's not going to do anything anyway. So you got to kind of tiptoe around that and just be there for them the way that they need you to be in that moment. And, you know, just adjust, just it's being in a relationship is a constant mental adjust adjustment of like figuring out what works and then throwing as much of the shit away that doesn't work as you possibly can. And it's not easy. It's not easy. That's another thing that I'm learning, especially as you get older, the relationships matter more. Like it's not just some girl. I mean, even, even I guess when you're in your early twenties or you're 18, you don't think it's just some girl you're dating. You know, you always kind of have, at least I always kind of had it in the back of my head, like, Oh, this could be the girl I marry. But as you get older, that is more and more real. And I just learn every day more about myself and more about like how to navigate being in a relationship. Of just It's mainly that it's work. It's always work. It's constantly work. And that's okay. That's just part of being in a relationship. And it does require sacrifice from both people. And that's okay too. And that, that can be difficult at times when we might feel... I don't know. I, th- I th- again, it's an ego, an ego thing. I think that we just, well, I want it this way because my ego. Fe- it makes me feel good when it's the way I want it. It's like, dude, that's not how it fucking works. I'm sorry. If you want that to be how your life goes, I hate to tell you, but that means that you're gonna have to uh, be alone. Because any any sort of relationship you have with any other, even a business relationship, it can't always be your way. You have to give in at times. It's never going to be even. It's never, neither person should ever feel that it's even. It's almost like you, oh, I shouldn't say that. Hopefully you do. Hopefully you just ignore that part of it completely. The balance of things, of who's doing what for who and when. But both of you should be doing so much to adjust to the other person that it feels like... Oh well, they're it's you know they're running the show, but in reality, it's a fucking team. So learning that more and more each day, and that's great. That's a, that's a good thing. And just trying to balance it all. It's all about balance too. It's all about balance. Life is a balance beam, and we're just trapeze artists without the fucking long thing that they hold to like combat the wind or whatever to like help balance. It's not easy but life is a balancing act you got to try to put the time into all the little things that you need to make you this this whole being happy healthy you know fulfilled driven um person it's all about a balancing act and i think that i don't know that we ever get it perfectly balanced but as long as you focus on the fact that there is a balancing, as long as you focus on the fact that, like, you do need to balance it all, at least you're headed in the right direction. At least you're still walking forward on the beam and not just like, oh, shit, maybe I should go back. No, just keep going forward, trying out a little bit here and there. I don't know. I've been big on the metaphors lately. <laughs> uh that's just the way my brain works, I suppose. Wow, this is this is a new one. I haven't even finished my coffee. I had so much fun talking. I think I might just end each episode Mr. Rogers style. All right? Oh, that would actually be fucking kind of cool. See, this was all just, this is a pre-show meeting. This whole fucking thing. That would actually be pretty cool if I had my keyboard here. And at the end of each episode, I just kind of played us out. That would be kind of sweet. I might do that. I don't know. It might be a logistical nightmare. It might be very annoying and cluttered and awkward and weird. But it might be worth trying. Because like I said, you got to just fucking do shit. You just got to do it. Today, tomorrow, just do it. Um, and you'll be okay. Everything's going to be okay because it has to be. It's going to be okay. Anything you're going through now, it's going to be okay. I, pro- I guarantee you. I guarantee you. I don't guarantee much in this podcast. I con- constantly preface things by saying, you know, I don't have the answers. But that's one answer I do have is that anything you're going through right now will be okay. It will be okay. It might not be great. Can't promise you great. But it'll be okay. And you got to remember that. And I got to remember I got this. You got to remember you got this. And if not. We got this. We got each other. Thank you for listening to another episode of Mental Health Mondays. Please like, share, subscribe, and comment. Do all that shit. It really does help. It's dumb and I hate it. But it's where we live in. Can't complain too much. It's pretty fucking good. I don't have to hunt for dinner tonight. So I'll take the good with the bad. Uh, Thank you again for listening. This week, if you could take anything, it's... Maybe try to apply the don't be a bitch thing to your life. It it might help. It might not. Try it out though, because it's really helping me. And I think maybe you can get something out of it too. Um and just start whatever it is, stop thinking about it. It's not that serious. No one's waiting on you. You the only person you're doing a disservice to is yourself by not just getting out there and doing what you gotta do. So do that. And uh again, congratulations for wait, making another week and for making it through another slog of an episode. I really appreciate you listening, and I hope I'm helping. I hope we're just, I hope you feel like, at least when you're listening to this, that you're not alone because you're not, and I'm not alone because you're listening. So, again, I got to look into the, to the whole Discord situation, but I got to remember I got this. You got to remember you got this. And if not, we got this. We got each other. Thank you again for listening. Have a good week. Peace out.